Hello and welcome into episode 14 of Sora Data Office Hours. I'm Andrew Laird, head of content here at Sora Data. Joined as always by Maxime Hagenberger, founder and very busy guy today. I actually felt bad sending you the link to join because I was like, I know you're in the middle of like six things. Yeah. I mean, hey, you got to do what you got to do. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Thank you to everybody for joining us. If you guys could please hit the like button on the video. ZM Star was first in, said the updates are looking great. There is much more to come. I have seen some literally today. Are those coming this week? Yeah, I'm sure they're coming this week, what I've seen. Is that correct? Yeah, tomorrow. Tomorrow. Uh, yeah, I mean, so tomorrow is mobile. Um. And um, maybe, no, today I don't think so, but tomorrow, so navigation on the website. Um, and also, I mean, I don't know when it's coming, but like uh, we are going to release something about lineup projections and for people who are doing lineup projections. And that looks, uh, it <laughs> almost give, it gives me like, um, uh, I'm like, I'm going to do lineup projections just to go to this page now. <laughs> it's so funny you say that. So we're talking about the lineup projection competition that we have. And we get a lot of questions of where do I stand the leaderboard? And like the page is just not where we want it to be. And we have seen like the new designs and it's been, we're like testing. It looks incredible. And I did just that today. Like I checked it and I was like, I got to put some more line of projections in just so I can like move up a little bit. I'm looking at like my old ones and I was like, I see hundred percent accuracy on one. And I'm like, let's go. And I like click through and it was like two picks. I was right yeah. on two. And I was like, oh, that's not going to get me up the leaderboard. But for everyone who participates in that and really everyone should, but the new section of the site that has all of that is really cool. Like really. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I mean that's that's pretty cool, and the navigation that's not a well, that's a somehow a big change because, oh uh, yeah, it's not going to look the same anymore. But uh, that's pretty cool because I think that um, that's what like enables also like a lot of things further down the road. So it's just like putting some small foundations for more stuff coming in, and I think like navigation is like people are going to. I don't know, rediscover some pages or like just click on links and see, oh, but this actually exists. Yeah. So first on the line of projections page or competition, the <clears throat> when not to give too much away of how we work here at Sora Data, but it was shared to everybody, like the new page when it was built that we could use it. And I hadn't clicked on it yet. And I saw your message that just said, oh my God. And I was like, Surely this means it's good and not bad, but I didn't know. <laughs> so like I clicked through and I had the exact same response. I was like, what? Like, oh my God, this is great. Um, so hope th I, that'll come out in a few days. And I actually, they don't know this yet because I haven't asked them, but I think I'm going to ask at least Clement and Erwan to come on and with, on a stream with me to go through it all because it's really cool. And I, they get a ton of questions about it. And I think just getting them all out at the same time. So if they're watching, then now they know about it, but I haven't told them yet. Um, and there was another thing, but I've already forgotten what it was. Oh, well. 
Um, I mean, that's pretty fun. And uh, it's, if, uh, it feels like I'm saying the same things all over again, but uh, every week. But uh, yeah, we're, we are closing in on like some new hiring. So that's pretty fun. And we're like, doing so many reworks and rebranding stuff in the background. So that's going to be fun. But uh, yeah. I'm waiting until we actually announce stuff to actually reveal that. I can't spoil what's going to happen. That's right. That's right. The other thing I was going to say with the new navigation is I do think it's going to be, it's going to make some of our tools that I don't think enough people utilize more front-centered. And so I think we're going to get these like, wow, I didn't know this tool did all of this, or I didn't know this page even existed because there's just, there's just a lot on Sora data yeah. that it. And so we're going to try to make it a little easier for everybody to find everything. Yeah. And also it's going to be split by sports and that's, that's probably much better. Yes. I mean, those who like only play baseball probably don't, I mean, by now they know what SO5 is, but SO5 doesn't exist in baseball. Yeah. And so, yeah, we're working on that. Don't worry. Um, so yeah. So this question from Yohanatan about will the mobile app be adapted to phones and languages such as Hebrew and Arabic? My app is messed up because my phone is in Hebrew and we write right to left, which that's a tricky one. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, it has been reported on this like, like uh, I don't know, one month ago or something like that, even earlier. I mean, it's it's that kind of stuff until like if you don't have like people actually using your app uh, in that setup, you don't even know about it. Right. And so first, very sorry about that. But uh, I mean, we talked about it. We said basically that it's going to happen at some point, but probably not like a high priority. I know we're very sorry about that. But uh, yeah, we've got to prioritize though. It's on the list. We can at least say that. Like we're aware of it and we know at some point We'll get there, but like you said, we're hiring. So, and the part of the hiring yeah, yeah. is being able to work through the list that we have because, like we mentioned, like the list is not short of things that we have planned, and that doesn't even mean that it's not like we're never going to add to the list. We seem to add to the list all the time, and so yeah, that's why we're trying to get more people on to help us make the list at least a little smaller. Yeah. Anyway. I also wanted to add that because uh, a few people were asked this early on, but the for the collections game, we now have the owned or not listed for 90 days information. So that should be updated. So I still think the way that we designed is more helpful in terms of being able to see, actually see cards that you don't own. Uh, so I like that point. And <laughs> so if everybody wants to go use that, go nuts. Yeah. You bought any cards yet for your collection? For collection score? No, 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 no. Obviously not. I mean, I'm I'm looking. I'm looking at at stuff. Uh, but uh, I had a very fun one because I won Moussa Dembele nine of a hundred, which is a jersey mint, and it's. In my Lyon collection of 2021, it's the only one I own. And someone was trying to send me the card 
the 42 out of 100 against the nine. And I got him to send me 0.24 ETH, no, 0.024 ETH. Oh. And so that's almost like 50 bucks or something like that. Mm-hmm. And um, he canceled the offer, the offer like I, I didn't like say yes for like 16 hours or something. So I'm a bit mad about that. But that means that like you probably can upgrade your like if you have like some jersey means yeah probably some people that are going to be interested in those in those and uh you can trade those pretty easily and get a premium for that there's absolutely premium for jersey mints and one ofs now like we there you there was one previously but nobody not enough people were interested and now like everyone is interested and the only the only thing i don't like about it which there's no way around this is like, I'm looking for Jersey mints or one ofs of players. I don't want to own. And like for my river plate one, I bought a one of, of a backup goalie who doesn't, he might not even play anymore period, <laughs> but because he was a one of, he was actually more important to the collection than the cards I've had for two years that I actually collected and kept. And so it's just a weird dynamic that like, I get it. There's no way around it. But if you do have any of these cards, and I do like that they're rewarding Jersey Mints. Like, I feel like maybe they always did it and we just didn't notice it enough. I know they did it, but it was fun that you can you can still win cards that are like a little more valuable than that. I do th- find that we, there's a weird market dynamic now that those cards, if they're sold on the secondary market or their auctions, like they just, values kind of jump out and yeah there's there's really no way around it but it is what it is yeah and i hope i hope the guy responsible for auctions at soria is now making sure that every jersey means is being auctioned though because i mean if they don't do that it's like yeah, you're missing out on like fifty percent more than the, the the last price probably. You you've you've sent an example with McCarthy, a John McCarthy card, rare card, which like was paid like. So the last auction for John McCarthy was, um, in ETH it was, point three oh seven. So that's uh in dollars that's uh five eighty four. Yeah, and the previous one. Only on auction, but uh, previous like secondary market sale was pretty much the same. Was three eighty five, and so we, if you check the guy's um, collection, he's like getting like eight percent on McCarthy with his collection. So probably that's why he paid so much. But I mean, it's it's just I, I I don't really buy that that idea that. Um, having like 3% more on a goalkeeper is going to make you win more cards. It, yeah, that, that one actually came up. Where is, uh... yeah, you can search for, oh yeah, no, but no on the right. Um, yeah. So this, so, this one, yeah. yes. So it was this, John McCarthy, and I, I will say that I feel like we have seen just a big, a lot of people prioritizing first owner, which, I mean, it is what it is. It's like, what is it, 10 extra points 
Is that just 10? Oh, 20. So this John McCarthy card for, specifically for this uh, Soria manager, the, the way that it came up to me, because somebody was asking about the bonus percentage on this card and they were like, how is it 8% if it's an, if it's automatic, if it's just an, an auction? And it's like, well, it's the 5% season bonus. And because of this LAFC collection, hmm. it's like immediately 8%. And we kind of started talking internally. It's like, well, what is that worth? And 50% more seemed a little high. Yeah, no, no, no way, no way, no way. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, but, it, there's no way, there's no way. It's, it's, it's like, I don't know, maybe it's fat fingers, but uh, you have to look at the auction uh, details actually. But um, it's, it, it just doesn't make sense to me right now. I think that for limiteds, you could, you could probably pay 20% or 25% more because limited is so competitive right now. But I mean, I don't think, especially on John McCarthy, I don't think it's, <laughs> it's, Anywhere close a good idea to overpay for uh, John McCarthy to get a bonus. Johanneton saying Paul Wanner's limited jersey mint went for four x the regular card price. I don't have a clue who Paul Wanner is. But yeah, no, I mean either. Let's find out. Oh yeah, um, oh, it's oh, probably a card maybe. Oof. So one hundred and thirty-eight. It yeah, is I a mean, rookie card. Yeah, I mean that's collectible like grounds, right? It's like, yeah. yeah, it's the first card. It's probably I don't know about him, but maybe he's a big upcoming prospect for Bayern München, and you're like, that's going to be only one rookie card, Jersey Mint, right? Sure. So, so I mean that that does to me this does make sense. I I agree with in that. In terms actually... of like collectability. Not in terms of like SO5 gameplay. Yes. I will also say that Risu, who does uh, watch a bunch of uh, Sora data streams, is a collector of just these types of cards, like Jersey Mints and One Ofs. And so it makes, like, I think most of these cards, if not all of them, are Jersey Mints or One Ofs. And so I get paying, paying that much for that card. I wonder, not even that many iron cards in the collection for yeah just world. prospects right yeah but it's uh, kind of crazy it, two, well, like these two cards of two guys who never play are already at two percent no but so it, 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 it's very interesting what they did because now they like kind of you know um artificially um uh, oh Huge prospect. I didn't know about that. But super so, talent. Never heard of them, but that doesn't mean yeah, anything. Yeah, so probably I should buy a con, right? Uh, <laughs> that's what you're suggesting, right? I mean, okay, so let, let's say that so they artificially um like uh, raise the prices of like collectible crowds, like just like Jersey Mints and one of a hundred, right? Or one uh, edition number one. Yep. So they did that through gameplay, right? And that's that's maybe a master plan to actually like make a case for collectibles because now they can probably say to people interested in collectibility, they're like, look, I mean, if you buy a Jersey Mint and or if you buy uh, a first card edition, it's going to be worth way more because look, it's already worth way more. So you can expect that it's going to be worth way more in the future. So that's maybe their plan to actually 
make like Sorer cards even like collectibles because Col yeah. to me like it 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 isn't today and it's just fake it until you make it uh, strategy because um I, I I'm pretty sure that tops cards are or Panini cards are way more collectible than uh, Sorer today in terms of like from a market perspective. Right, right, right. Uh, Germ pointed out this gallery, A Lone U23, is only jersey mints of U23 players from the 2022 23 season. I have not heard of most of these guys. That doesn't mean anything. I don't know all of, like, I don't know every player. I know some of them actually, but that's, that's what you find right here. <clears throat> I wonder what the collection bonus probably isn't even that high on any of them because you need individual teams. Mm -hmm. No, and, and you know, 2.79% reward winning lineups. I mean, when you win stuff, you're like, so, so when you do that, it, it's like you don't even play the game. I mean, you can, but it's like a lottery ticket every week and probably like betting on the future of those players. But uh, right. you have to wait like probably three to four years. And probably the strategy is to sell those players when they become pretty big and in bigger clubs, right? I mean, the, that gift album, uh, 20 out of the 1,000 card is going to be pretty amazing to own if uh, Auburn delivers in the in European leagues, in top sure. European leagues. Same thing for... Chris Brady, right? I mean, Brady is like one of the most talented goalkeepers in a generation, right? I mean, I don't know who uh, wouldn't want a Chris Brady card. <laughs> no, but I mean, yeah, I mean that's that's a legitimate bet, and uh, I'm I'm pretty curious to see how it's going to uh, evolve. And uh, I, I wish everyone doing that luck. Uh, but then, I mean, like that that testifies also like the 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 belief of some people uh regarding so but it's weird that gift or but did it get like a rookie card for uh i don't know how they actually like say that's a rookie card or not because he played this year in so he only has like gang cards but he played in second division in norway that season Maybe he played some games just before that in a yeah. dark uh, league. He played, I mean, he played, I, it has to be a rookie con. I don't know why they didn't give it. Yeah, I agree. That's a weird one. Uh, as a Chris Brady 100, one out. One out of a hundred on there. I feel personally attacked. I mean, I, I'm not attacking anyone except no. probably Laird here. I mean, I'm just like hurting. Good place said earlier. I have way too many Chicago number Chicago Fire number one mints than any person should. Chris Brady helps to explain that. No, I think that's a great card to have. Why? Why again? Why wouldn't anyone want it? <sighs> um, Miki Fu saying. Every auction I'm looking at participating or participating uh, in at the moment always gets the past gets past the floor recent price. I wonder if it's uh, part of the bonus and parties of user uh, with credit cards can be the market going up. And 
I mean, I, I thought about this uh, earlier this week, and I was like, they, they, I don't want to drop f bombs on the on the stream, but they, uh, they, yeah, they did that to the secondary market because they are now in a very strong position when they decide to set account, and we still have to demonstrate that the market is accepting that and is ready to kind of like you know follow the trend and. And apparently, it's not doing that right now. I, my theory was if Soraya is selling cards at a better price, then the secondary market will actually follow that price. But the secondary market can also say, uh, "Nope, I'm not. I'm not following the trend. I'm just like accepting the fact that people are paying a premium on auctions, and I'm not uh, paying that much on uh, for a, a card that I don't." I won't get the only owner bonus. Yeah, it, <clears throat> I think it's kind of, it completely changed the secondary market for like a number of ways. And I think one of them that we kind of overlooked is that we used to look at auctions as kind of the, the latest example of what a card is worth. And now yeah. if you have a, one of these cards, you look at the auction and you're, I think the thought is now, my card is not worth any more than that auction. And I feel like yeah. nobody's paying, like not to continue on the Chris Brady thing, but I listed my Chris Brady card and then an auction went for more than what my listing was. And then someone undercut me and neither sold. And it's like, they're just waiting for the next auction to come so that they can buy it that way. And it's almost like we have two different prices now. We yeah. have like auction prices and secondary market prices. And they used to yeah, just yeah. work together. Yeah, and that makes it very interesting in terms of like, how do you evaluate the, the price of account, right? And I mean, they kind of shoot themselves on uh, in the foot with that because they use that to actually distribute rewards. And how do you, how do you make sure that you're, because like John McCarthy's card is going to be, uh, evaluated as more valuable because it sold for 587 instead of 300 uh, at the last auction. And how do you make sure that you're not um, overestimating a card that someone paid for because they had like a an in, a, a direct personal interest that no one had? And I, I and I had to check. I have to check that that auction because I feel like someone was. I don't know, betting against this guy while beating against and is the guy is flow state. Flow state, yeah. And does he have does he have and he has like um, a solid uh 2023 um Los Angeles collection also. So flow state is some new whale and is the like so I had my oh, yeah. I had my Brady on the market for 0.5 to, no, I'm sorry, 0.54 maybe. And he bid the auction to 0.55. And then someone else undercut me and then somebody undercut them and none of those get sold. And then Flow State bought the next Brady auction as well, even though there were other markets on the, oh, excuse me, other cards on the market. So like Flow State very much prioritizes auctions. I don't know why but they do. Um, but they're yeah, also maybe, throwing around. Yeah. 
But that's 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 weird because uh, Flow State had already won. He he bought well, they bought the the previous auction, right? Three fifty eight euros. So that's uh, how many? How much? Uh, Three eighty five dollars, right? And so he, he they are kind of protecting the price of of John McCarthy's card, which is which is completely dumb. We, I mean, I mean, they, I mean, I mean, to me, it's, it's so risky, right? Because you're, so what's, what's the, so final bid, final bid was 307 ETH, so 0.307 ETH. And Flow State bid 291 before that. So that's pretty much already 50% more than uh, the previous price. And so if you end up with that card paid 50% more than the previous that you already own, right. I mean, that's very dangerous. I mean, I, I don't mind like uh, on you, on the unique market protecting the price of a card because you own the previous one and probably you have deep, deep pockets at that point and so it's okay. But like here, protecting the price of a John McCarthy rare card that is probably going to be zero in like two months because uh, McCarthy is going to lose his spot. I mean, that's, 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 uh, well, that's ballsy, let's say. <clears throat> nice to have money. Uh, Chani's saying that none of this is true because he just sold a uh, Juan Brunetta for more than auction. And I'm sorry to like be that guy, Chani, but well, I guess 12 days ago, there was an auction at yeah. whatever 0.13 is, $235. Chani sold at 272 but then the next auction went 275 Same guy. Hafty's all in on Juan Brunetta. But I think that's a little bit of a out, not an out, well, yeah, a little bit of an outlier given that it's like two weeks <clears throat> in between yeah. auctions. Yeah. But... And also, I think that the, the the main issue is that they are not auctioning that many cards right now. Like, I mean, they are slowed down the rhythm of auctions. And so you'll probably have an incentive to actually buy uh, auctions right now because you don't you don't know when the next one is going to happen, right? And so as long as they have like a, a slow rhythm of auctions, like kind of you don't know when the next one is going to happen, you probably have some kind of FOMO going in, and until we see like a real auction rhythm, it's it's going to be very interesting to watch the market dynamics between the secondary market and the primary market. So I'm going to give away something I probably shouldn't give away, but I'm I'm going to anyway. So I was <clears throat> trying to get, and now I'm not going to ever get this card because nobody's going to sell it to me. But I was trying to get a Melly Muhlenstein super rare. And I was going back and forth with someone and I had a counter offer back for 0.425 ETH. Like I could buy it for that. I was like, all right. And there were no auctions and I was like hesitating on it. And then flow state started bidding one up on auction and went all the way to 0.54, which then made everyone list their Melly Muhlensteins. Cause they're like, wait a minute. If he's worth that, then let me go. Po let, let me go sell. And none, obviously, none of these are remotely close to what he paid. They paid um, this 
Eichsen got a steal two days ago because this auction was still going, was like active like two days ago. And these bids were, yeah, like two days ago. So these like flew past the last, that sale because they really wanted these seven of 10 Melly Muhlenstein. But now everyone is like, okay, maybe 0.54 is the price. And obviously where these current ones are 0.745 and 0.749 like that's much higher, but like, I don't know if either anyone is willing to even pay 0.54 or if any seller would take that, even though that's what the last sale was. So like the auction is just, like I said, I, I just, the auction is a different market now. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And, but what I would say in that context is you probably shouldn't buy that guy. <laughs> now? Or I mean, like yeah, now that that auction's happened, or flow state. He's on like sixty-two L fifteen, and I'm like, and and with oh, the same, good, yeah. yeah, but huh? He's a Sean Newsham favorite, though. No, but I mean, like buying buying cars with an L fifteen of sixty-two is probably not a good idea. What if you think the L forty will be sixty-two at some point? Yeah, it's probably not a good idea to buy it either. I mean, no, it's it's all about like you know, it's all about timing. I'm sorry, and I feel like it's a, it's actually the right time to sell Mulenstein and probably. not buy him. I don't think you're wrong. And it, it, I'm, I, I'm I was looking at Griezmann, and Griezmann is a very very fun card. I mean, Griezmann is very good, amazing. and like. 75 L15, 70 L40 international utility. I mean, I mean, he, he's going well, every time he's going to All Star Rare Pro on my lineups. Um, or All Star Rare, it depends. Yeah, he's been, but, but it's like, I mean, it's probably time to sell, right? Johanneton makes points like buying Marvin Vonizek. You don't want to buy. Yeah, Vonizek is it's it's it, and and I did exactly the same mistake by buying Varachelia also. So I waited until the price dropped, but it dropped again and again. And Varachelia, it's like now it's uh, it's dropped half well fifty percent. And I mean, yeah, you probably should never buy if someone if someone you're trying to buy is above sixty. L1560 is probably not the right time to buy. And the, the probably the likeliness that it's going to go higher than that is so small. I um <clears throat> I made a comment to somebody the other day that it felt like for a while everyone like there was a time on Sorare where if a player had a good L5, their price was going to go up. It was like as simple as that. And then I feel like everyone got a little smarter. And now I think it just turned turned around again, <laughs> and everyone sees. Maybe it's, they see the gr dark green L15, and they're like, "I'm gonna buy that guy." And it's like, just remember, yeah. you don't get those scores that he's already scored. No, but also also because the prices have gone down so much, and so you're like, "Whoa, he's he's worth that much on a L15 score? That's that's crazy." I mean, it, it's so cheap, but actually. You have to understand that these prices are the new normal right now. Right. And uh, I mean, I don't think it's ever the right time. Win a, SO5, a winner SO5 reward 
that is good. It's actually the right way to ac actually acquire a good card. But like that Kvarcheria buy was so bad for me. Um, I mean, um, I, I bought, I bought the. <laughs> How much? I bought like three and a uh, half. ETH, I bought Kvarcheria rare for one point four ETH plus. Uh, at that time, a card were worth like point one. And the Kvarachelia super rare, I bought it for 3.6. And I was like, oh, I'm stealing this guy. <laughs> and actually, I was stealing, um, who's that already? Uh, Zima Blue, right? Um, and I'm, I'm getting robbed. Last <laughs> auction was like two ETH. And I probably should have gone on that auction and protect that price. I mean, that, that's probably when you're playing super rares and stuff like that, that's probably the right way to play super rares and uniques is that you have to be aware of every auction that is affecting your cards and try to protect that price. I, I don't have enough ease to actually do that. But uh, yeah, if, I, I, if I were to play, <laughs> yeah, if I were to play super rares, like seriously, yeah, you probably have to do that. Like, yeah, pretty seriously. Yeah. Uh, Sopsy made a comment before it said there are two different auctions the one of 100 and shirt numbers that's one and then the rest of the cards which i think is correct but i think it's also that those are different from the secondary market too yeah yeah i mean i mean that's 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 a correct statement but like like now an auction and even like a secondary market sale is like well not that much because you have those 20 points that you won't get in terms of collection score if right. you buy a card from um, someone else. But it's like, you have to understand the, the, like the context behind the, the, the sale, right? Like if that person is buying a card to actually get to 5% on a lot of uh, cards, I mean, it's, it's, it's valuable. Yeah, I mean, we talk about this when we were doing like auction watches that you don't need 20 people to want the same card for the price to go up, you only need two and they go back and yeah. forth. And if the number of people who are trying to collect the same, you know, club year and scarcity and an auction comes up, that's going to help both of them. Both of them are going to start overpaying for it because it's really valuable to them. But that doesn't mean that that card is as valuable to everyone else in the market. And so that's why like price transparency is just so important at this point because you need to, at least look and be like, why did this card sell for so much more? And we'll, we see that with, with these outlier purchases or, or like number of outlier purchases and the floor is lower. And it's like, well, because the three people who needed these three cards got them, they overpaid for them, but that doesn't mean everybody else wants them. And so, yeah, keep using survey data to find your price. Again, yeah, no, no. But again, the problem I have with that is uh, SO5 rewards. And it, that's going to be a big problem. Because? Because I don't think they will handle it well. What do you mean? I think some players will be over, like, will end up in higher tiers than they should. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my biggest fear of all of this. And that's... And that's why I don't think like ranking players based on their valuation is the right way to go. Certainly I with think, super rares, it can be really detrimental. 
Yeah, and we, we, we've seen multiple examples of that. In, I mean, Cezinha was distributed as a tier two super rare. Like, I mean, who 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 did that? I mean, well, I, I, it's it should like ring an alarm in the offices and say, oh my God, Cezinha is a tier two card. And like, uh, what are we doing? Cezinha is at least a T1, and you could say it's a T0. I mean, Aya's, uh, Cezinha has a status on Sora that is like close mm -hmm. to Vanakin and close to God, basically. So, I mean, yeah. what are you even doing? Someone got lucky. That's all. Yeah, I know. I know, yeah, who's I know that, who, who that guy is. He, he's called R1, and he is working at Sora Data. And I was like, you got this guy. For T2 Super Rare, it was like, yeah, I mean, I'm lucky. That's who it was? Everyone won it? Yeah, yeah, everyone won it. Let's see here. We can look this up. It's going to turn, it's going to, we're going to find out he's actually been like a tier two for a long time. No, it's, it, well, probably two game weeks. It, 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 I mean, yeah. come on. Go down again? No, it's rare pulls. I think it's like, again, go down, go down. Yeah, see, it's 361. He got him as a tier 2 all-star. Jeez. That's fun. For yeah, him, I don't least. know. <clears throat> I don't know if fun is the right uh, term, but... Uh... A tier 0 in Asia and a tier 2 in all-star... I don't know. Yeah, that's pretty crazy to me. Hmm. Well, that's fun. So that's fun. Good player. It's actually, yeah. I mean, I don't know. They'll fix it. I'm sure. We'll get there. Yeah, but uh, it has to come also from the player's perspective, right? And I think like it's it's easy to say that, but. Um, what I mean is you, you've got to make sure that um, your players, like well, people that are playing the game, actually have like are pretty much happy when they open rewards, right? And right now they, well, at least Sorer thinks that the only way to get people happy is to rank cards based on valuation, right? And I mm -hmm. don't think that's the case. I think that a good reward is based on your context. And that's exactly why people are paying crazy prices for yeah. um, for uh, collection cards, right? And I mean, we have to finally, like, I, I think that they, they need to make sure that our rewards page become, becomes obsolete. And and why I'm saying that is that you shouldn't care about the reward that uh, the player behind you and the player uh, above you actually got. I mean, you you should only focus on the card that you got because Sora allowed you to pick probably the best card possible or at least asked you to pick what kind of rewards or what kind of cards you want. And... Yeah, I mean that's 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 a big, big, big change to actually make. Do you think that they should 
not like manually is not the right one, but do you think people who like, if you have a really good 2022, 23 collection, do you think your reward should be from that collection? Well, I don't know, but, uh, yeah, I don't know, but I mean, it has to be like, <clears throat> it has to be some kind of FIFA. Well, I don't, I don't want to say do everything as FIFA does, but, uh, you have to like be more imaginative in terms of like how you actually distribute rewards and the choices that you actually give to the player and say, Hey, uh do you get that tier five card or do you get like a hundred a uh, thousand coins uh do you get that tier four card or do you get like i don't know um points to actually like uh or like a ticket to actually participate to a, a competition I, I i really like that idea to actually um like um have tournaments that are entered uh only if you got a ticket to it like mm -hmm. it's what uh, pocket tables uh pocket tournaments do, uh, do. Yep. Uh, and it's like i want to be able to compete with people that are very good and if i do that that means that i'm going to get very good rewards also and yeah i think there's so many things that they could do to actually like make the reward experience a, a, a bit better and and again like why you want to do that is because you're printing too many cards every game week right now. And that's a big problem. When do you know how many times, and maybe it's a lot and that would be great. How many times have you opened a reward and been like really excited about that specific reward? Well, so I have to say the one, the one game week where <laughs> Everything was messed up. I was very excited about that. <laughs> uh, no, so, I mean, recently I got uh, Chelsea cards as T2 cards. Um, so I got Facundo Torres yeah, last game week. I was pretty excited about this one. Uh, Mudrik, I got it as a tier 2 all-star. So I was pretty excited. I got N'Golo Conte, obviously wishing he stays in the Premier League or at least in a covered tournament, uh, in covered league. Mm -hmm. um, also as a T2 uh, and I think like I, I enjoy T2 rewards more than T1 and T0s because I have less chances to get a goalkeeper from T2 oh I was just I actually think it's because I don't get myself like my expectations aren't hot, that high and so there are still very good players in tier 2 and so I'm like oh this guy is good and it's, it's a tier 2 when I get to 1 and 0 which doesn't happen often i start getting very high and it's not like i'm gonna win mbappe but i just i get high expectations and then i win chris brady yeah i mean you oh well at least for podium places you should have like some kind of choice like at least choosing between a goalkeeper a defender or midfielder or a forward at least like it, pro probably not like letting you choose which player, but at least the position, right? Yeah, that's what Mike Bastin said in chat here. Do you think it would be okay to select a position for a reward card, but only have a set number of goalkeeper requests available in a set period of time? 
say you need a forward, you can request a forward. I don't know how many people actually would actually choose a goalie. And, <laughs> like, and I know we all and, need and, them, but like nobody wants to win goalies. Yeah, and I think that the the most efficient solution would be like having like a draft uh, list, right? Um, being able to rank the players uh, inside a tier and saying that that would require some time. But I think that you you could at least make sure that people that are really involved in your game could actually like make sure they get the best option available for them. I would love a do not reward list where I could go into the tiers and just click off the card I don't want. And if I land on that spot, and they were just like, all right, you get the next one, then I want that. Yeah, and, 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 and probably exchange the card for an XP boost or, uh, I don't know, uh, a boost on a particular card or, or coins. I mean, I, I think that that would make total sense because I, I, I would probably... Now I, I enjoy collecting cards and I, I kind of like have this crazy goal to actually like collect as many cards as I, I can. Um, but, but I mean, probably like I would, I would still be interested in like trading, like that guy, Philip Zinkernagel from, uh, Standard Liege, Liege, and, and probably get like a, a thousand Sora coins instead of that card. Mike Basson says many people want keepers because, as Quinny says, they're tickets to other leagues, which is one thing that I always thought. Like keepers are still a huge expense for a majority of the players. Nobody, yeah. nobody wants goalies. Nobody wants to win goalies. Like they appreciate when they get it because they're like, "Oh, I don't have to buy one now." But there's no one is ever excited to to win a goalie other than the relief that you don't have to buy one. Yeah, and probably because. Uh... People think that goalies are tickets and not uh, winning tickets. They they get you in, but they probably won't make you win something. I mean, um, and that's because there's not enough difference between goalkeepers right now. And because the scoring matrix is very, like, um, standard for goalkeepers. And you, you can't really, like, have very high scores. Um, it's it's better than last year, but it's uh, to me it's still a bit weird. And also, like you could make like ten saves, concede three goals because your defense suck, and still end up at like I don't know forty or or thirty five, which doesn't make sense to me. And so, yeah, I mean, that's why people. I think well, that's why I don't like winning a goalkeeper because I feel like it's just like oh, all right, you probably can set another lineup but you have a finite number of lineups that you can set every month every every game week anyway and if you reach that number it's just like maybe you will get a better matchup because you get that goalkeeper but it's not the card that is going to make you win that game week or win a reward right 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 usually and and, and i don't think i've I mean, kept any goalie i've won except for brady who i'm trying to get rid of I mean, to me, the easiest solution for that is um, either you make sure that you have competitions where you can win goalies. And because right now, only the top places get, get goalies, right? Uh, tier 0, Tier 1, Tier 2, that's it. Maybe very top of tier, tier 3, but you get like bad goalkeepers, right? Sure. And so if you 
make sure that you have competitions where you can win goalies and especially goalies of uh, the higher scarcity because cap to 20 doesn't do well for that because only like if you if you play or cap to 70 doesn't do well for that because they are rewarding like tier one and tier twos for only like five five people right um but to me the easiest solution is allow lower scarcity goalkeepers and divisions in like allow limited goalkeepers in rare get them Give them like a fifty percent uh, um, uh, penalty, but allow people to actually play in those divisions. You will definitely improve um, the progression in the game. I literally had this thought last night as I was trying to make lineups for this game week because I wanted to put in, I wanted to use a rare goalie in All Star Super Rare. Back when we used to be able to do that. I can't yeah. do it today, though. I also that also reminded me the competitions for goalkeepers. One of the first game weeks that I ever really played on So Rare was one where you could win goal. Like it was a special weekly, and all the prizes were goalies. And I was like, I don't have a. I don't even think I had a rare goalie at the time. And I was like, Oh, I'll enter this because you could use a common. I was like, I'm going to win a goalie, and I didn't even come close. And it was very early on when I learned that even if you have enough goalies, people with enough cards will enter those competitions. And like, yeah. so I, was, I, I looked at it as like, oh, everyone without goalies is going to enter it. And it was not. And I saw Black and Jimmer and all these other people with their brand new goalies. And I'm like, wait, you guys have goalies. And they're like, and I have one more now. And uh, Yeah, because goalies are expensive. So yeah, I mean, that's why. Uh yeah, I mean, they, they, it, it's not sustainable that goalies are that expensive and it doesn't make sense that they are the first cards to be rewarded. I mean, well, I mean, it, 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 it kind of does make sense, but I mean, to me, like to the vision I have of a fantasy football game, it's not the cards that uh, make people... like. I, <laughs> did you ever go to a football game and say, I'm going to see that goalkeeper. Maybe Courtois or Mignon are the two goalkeepers that would go to a game and say, I'm going to see that goalkeeper. But you have probably like 10 more players that you could say, I'm going to this game because I'm going to see Vinicius, I'm going to see Benzema and stuff like that. The first professional soccer match I ever saw, I was 20, maybe? Like, I didn't grow up, like, following professional football. It was not something big here. I went to a preseason summer tour match between Manchester United and AC Milan at the old Giant Stadium in East Rutherford, New Jersey, because Tim Howard played for Manchester United. So I did go to a game just to see a goalie. I don't even wow. remember what happened in the game. And I wore a Metro Stars jersey during. And because he was, uh, it was an American goalkeeper, right? Yeah, yep. that's that's the only reason why. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But like, oh yeah, no Germ. I actually, yeah, and I went to Dallas to see Jimmy Maurer play. Thank you again, Germ. But Jimmy didn't play that game, <laughs> and we only got fifty minutes anyway. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Oh yeah, I mean, it's like it. 
to me that's 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 not how it should work but uh, there's there's a very long way until they actually change that could they not get closer to maxing out the mints per season or starting goalkeepers to bring their prices down in line with similar quality outfield players that could be an idea but i mean what happens when you're maxing out everybody Oh, but you could. Oh, that. But that would be an uh, an idea. You could increase the supply of goalkeepers and say there's going to be two hundred cars of this guy because he's a goalkeeper. That's when we all leave. <laughs> yeah, but no, but uh, I. I mean, right? Probably it's not a good idea. But it's like, and and that's why it's so complicated to do a collectible game <clears throat> and a fantasy game at the same time. It's like, what do you what do you choose because? In terms of like fantasy game, you probably should have more goalkeepers card than you, uh, goalkeeper cards that you have today. But in terms of collectability, it doesn't make sense. You mentioned the solution though before of just using allowing a lower scarcity card. Yes. Like that's the solution. We don't have to uh, print more goalkeeper. Nobody wants to collect more goal goalkeeper cards. Ugh. Yeah, I mean, but but. They did that before, and they stopped doing that. So I don't see why they they would allow that again. Yeah. Mm. That, that it has to be the worst decision they made in two two thousand and twenty three. Yeah, I think it's twenty twenty three that decision. I can't remember if it was before the global cup or, or not. maybe twenty twenty two. Yeah, twenty twenty two. It was before the global cup. Mm -hmm. But I think it started in January 2023. I think it's like yeah, it I has agree. to be one of the worst gameplay decisions they make. Yeah, at least in my opinion. I mean, like they uh, they made pretty good decisions. I think like the caps were were an horrible decision. But I think like uh, removing like uh, the ability to play a goalkeeper in the higher division, it's like oh, of a lower scarcity in higher scarcity divisions. Like it's not good. Yeah, it's exactly what Rob says here. Goalkeepers still keep a lot of players priced out of like moving up. Like there's, you can, you know, if you're lucky enough to get a bunch of rares, if you play limiteds or super rares, if you play rares, like the last step is always getting that goalkeeper. And it's just such a huge yeah. cost. And I mean, and I mean, you should be at least able to like, if you win cards from cap to 70, for example, you should be able to start playing them. And so you have kickoff for that, but it's only one card, which is pretty weird. Um, and the kickoff rules are pretty weird, to be honest. Um, so I don't know. I mean, yeah, it's... But especially for all-star, uh, for super rare divisions and unique divisions, I mean, doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, Charlie brings up, he said that's what 220 is for, no? And the, the problem is that 220, if you have good cards, you can't play 220. <laughs> like it's yes, exactly, exactly. And uh, yeah. Like we want, you want to have good cards. Like your goal should be to accumulate yes. good cards. And the problem, is, the problem with 220 is that... Uh, how many people get like a tier one or a tier zero? Let me check. Zero. You don't even have to look. It's zero. Even limited? Oh, no, they changed it. So 
first place gets a star, second place gets a T1, third place through 17th gets a tier two. In limited? Cap to 20 limited, yeah. Wow. I didn't know they were giving away stars. And for cap to 20 rare, it's, um, well, no way you're getting a rare goalkeeper. It's like only podium is getting tier one or tier two. Yeah. That, that's the problem, right? I mean, a limited goalkeeper is not too pricey today. It's a bit pricey, but now it's like way less than before. But like uh, a rare goalkeeper, it's uh, quite an investment if you want to play with a limited amount of money on Tsar. Yeah. Super rare is a tier three for the top spot. Yeah. I mean, I'm paying cap to 20 super rare. And it's like, you, you never know. It, if the rewards are bugged again, maybe I'll get a good card this time again. Yeah. I mean, like, you never know. <laughs> never know. I do think feel like they have obviously recognized that they that the limited or excuse me, the mixed scarcity still is required at some point. Because like even unique cap two forty allows you to use a super rare. And the unique division allows you to use two super rares. So the idea that like the the lower you go, they take that ability away seems odd to me. Skazma yeah, said you can get a starting rare goalkeeper for less than 0.1, which doesn't seem unreasonable. I don't think they're starting anytime soon if that's their price. Like if you want to wait three months, then I think sure. But Are there any 0.1 goalkeepers on the market right now? Let me check. Because that seems that seems low. Like very low. And probably not solid goalkeepers, right? Right. Oh, De Rea is only 0.2. Wow. Filterable blading statues. Let's do it the very easy way. Uh, sure 0.06. Gutner from Amiens. So he's probably going to retire at some point. But yeah, 0.06. I mean, that's 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 true. Uh I don't think you're going to find anybody that you can use in the short term. Well, Rafael Salinger is 0.126. He's been a solid starter. Oh, that's auctions. Oh, sorry. That's auctions. I'm I'm saying basically uh, <laughs> fake news. It's fake news. I have, uh, let me see. Somebody's saying Mandanda is 0.126. Yeah, but Mandanda is probably going to retire. It's like, I mean... <laughs> if you don't want to lose your money, right? <clears throat> like instantly, because a few. But I think again, it's like they're they're not playing now. That's why they're cheap. So if you want to buy it now, that's fine. But you're not using that card for two months. But this is when yeah, we get. Evan out Villar is playing. Evan Villar is playing. But yeah, he's not playing anymore. Yeah, I get I get what you mean. But uh, yeah, his price has definitely uh decreased in the past I thought Mandanda had one more season speaking of Mandanda. He, he's probably going to play one more season but like yeah. i mean you're buying him today like good luck selling him next year yeah i mean he's 38 spring chicken as we say here nice and young 38 so are you playing this summer Oh, you're probably playing this summer because I have seen Chani saying he's not playing. I'm like, what are you doing? I did see that. 
I, I am. And I thought I was going to be playing it really well. And then I looked at my MLS cards and Argentina cards. And I was like, oh, these aren't as good as I thought they were back in January when I was like, oh yeah, I can't wait for these cards to start having utility. again." Do you have enough to play? Yeah. Yeah. I have like uh, four goalies that who play five. My U23 Asia goalkeeper was benched recently, so that's a bummer. I have My a pro- U23 goalie for the summer if you're interested. I mean, yeah. I don't know. It's like, why not? No, my my my, my biggest problem is uh, our forwards. I'm like, I have Insigne, I have Jordan Morris that is injured currently. Uh, Diego Rubio also injured. And I have Brenner from Cincinnati, but he's moving to Udinese, so um, not playing. I have actually more super rare forwards than rare forwards. I, I'm not kidding you. It's like it's like pretty pretty funny. But other than that, I'm pretty good. But if you have like good um forwards i'm i'm taking advice i'm like if you have like some good forwards that uh can last the summer i'm i'm all ears it's hulk man everybody should have hulk oh yeah but he's like he's like 45 right now no but he's a superhero he's gonna play forever 36 yeah huh I mean, how old is Hulk. Cicinia? Cicinia's got to be like 34, right? 30, Hulk 30, is under contract November. one more year. So until uh, December 2024. So that's pretty reassuring, right? Yeah. But he, he's he's only doing like... He's only scoring, right? Oh, well. He had no, he's taking 10 pieces well, now. Some oh. AA. That's pretty good, yeah. Oh, Hulk is the best. Scosmo says he has a Daniel uh, Shallowy with your name on it, though. Well, I don't know who that guy is, but oh, Sporting Kansas City. Sporting Kansas oh. City, yeah. I you mean, were close to Kansas at one point. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty good. He is pretty good. I need U23 cap 240 for Chris Brady to be useful, which is a great line. <laughs> oh, you can play You can play 220 super rare with, with Brady. I can. I can. And uh, Zarchi has a Chris Brady super rare that he got for... The golden cap 270 for second place. We can do a package deal because I have the rare and he has the super rare. If you want to do just get in with a rainbow right away. Wow. <gasps> well, but one Brendan buy also. Wow. That's pretty good. If you're American and you win Brendan buy, you feel pretty good. I, I would have felt terrible. But I mean, <laughs> if you're American and, and you enjoy MLS, you're like, well, that's pretty good. Uh, Zarki no, said but, Hulk says three to five more years at Minera. Well, I I'm buying Hulk then, but I'm like really, it's like the the Miami against New England game was so bad. I mean, it's like Buanga said, like the MLS is between Liga and Ligue 2, so the first French league and in the second French league. I'm not even sure that's true. I mean, like League One Point Five. Well, it's like it's and 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 again, um, 
uh, that's my objective for 2023. They ch- that they change the total like the the division hierarchy, but it it's it doesn't make sense that uh, that like Brendan Bay is actually a good card. I mean, <laughs> I mean, Carlos Hill. It, 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 I'm sorry, Sean, but Carlos Hill is not. He's not a, a good player. He's, he's he's an average football player, and he's only good because the league he's playing in is bad. He he was the golden two seventy unique top prize. Yeah, Carlos Hill unique. But that doesn't make sense. If it's a golden division, We're playing it has a game. To be like, it's all ga- just playing get a game. A, Get a, like a Vinicius card or something like that, not to call his heel. No, but that's that was just like they they were like, oh, let's do a golden division and we'll say we're going to give them like the best uh, the best cards available like as uniques. And they were like, oh, but we'd only pick MLS cards from that well, pool and just right. and just say we gave like golden cards, right? They celebrated the end of the European season by rewarding MLS cards. Use all of your European not, cards to losing, win MLS. That's how this game is played, right? I mean, they're not losing money by doing that. Like, I mean, Brenton buys probably a point six or point seven card, and they're saying like, "Oh, we did well. Well, we did. We did you guys a favor because." But they basically got rid of like MLS unique cards. That's that's pretty clever, though. I mean, that has to be clever. It's just for the utility. That's nobody wants European uniques now. I'm just saying. Wow. Whoa, 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 what? So, wait. Carlos Hill 2022 went for 25.96 ETH? Yeah, that was... Back um, in May, in May 2022? Yeah, May 2022. Wow. That's a long time ago. 69,000 yeah. euros. What were we thinking? Oh... <gasps> It, I, I mean, that doesn't make sense, right? That card helped Roxy win an Antoine Griezmann super rare, though. Yeah, but that's a pretty good card in terms of, like, as of every chance, he won um, cards that are worth now 11 ETH, but that's, yeah. uh, you have to have five cards in a lineup, you know? <laughs> I'm sure that lineup was probably pretty good. Game week 270, all star unique. This is how you can go down a server data rabbit hole. <laughs> there should be a whole stream about that. What did I say? 270? Was yeah, 270. Game? That's a long time ago. All-star unique. Yeah, we didn't have like logos at that time. So Yeah. Oh, he was second too. Not even he was first. second in one. Well, yeah, I mean, that, that's Look at this. So nice this lineup. This lineup. Mike Mignon. Daily Blend, Chuomeni, Carlos Hill, and Tadic. Yeah. And Carlos Hill was the captain. See? I'm starting to feel like Sean pumping up Carlos Hill. Good lineup, though, Roxy. Well done. Yeah, why not? Anyway. He has so many cars. This guy has so many cars. I mean, I don't know if it's the guy or someone else, but... Um, I mean, and- guess- they're second to Pavel at this point. It's like more than 10,000 cards and like the hostel valuations, 4.2 million euros. I, I do mean, love seeing 
2 million euros and almost 6,500 limited cards. Like, why are you buying limited cards? <laughs> Wait, but they stopped buying cards? Oh, yeah? Just win now? Yeah, they stopped. Like, the last card they bought was two months ago. Hmm. And they, they, basic, they basically are printing money right now. Yeah. The number of rewards they're getting is like, it's, wow. Yeah, everybody... Let's pull this up for everybody so you can feel really good about yourself. That this is literally just all rewards. Still going. What was the last card that they bought? So they bought Mbappe Unique also like two months ago. Pedri. Is that a Jersey man? Nope, just a Pedri. But they bought they bought Mbappe for 109 ETH just just a bit earlier. That's a lot. Swept the Florian Verts floor. Yeah, it's a Roxy was sweeping throws uh, floors yeah. at uh, at what point like Kimish floors also, and they <laughs> probably figured out that it wasn't a good idea. <laughs> that the market <laughs> was still dropping after that, so you probably shouldn't do that. Yeah, I've seen them like bu buying like three to four Kimishes. That was crazy. I was like, yeah. they are single-endedly trying to uh, keep the market alive. Mm -hmm. But you shouldn't do that. And they did that with so many players. Yeah. And even Mullenstein, they did that with. I mean, that's how you get to $4.6 million. That's they all. did that with Vinicius also. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, it's a lot of money. Well, hey, by the way, we're at the end of the June, well, in the month of June. And so, what we did with the French community back in January was sending um, a form with basically questions like, uh, let me get those questions. Like, what do you think is going to be the price of um, a Joshua Kimish card uh, on on June 30? And what was the last auction price? I think that was the question. Oh uh, yeah, one question was what what is going to be the price of uh, the last Kylian Mbappe limited card uh, on June 30? 2023 and l1 guess was a thousand uh, uh, 100 oh 1200 euros because at that point in time the last auction january 5th 2023 was 1270 euros and so uh the, the answers are so funny like at that particular question i think like the lowest answer was i think it was like 750 or something mm. and so many people at like were saying like well you know Wait. probably a bit higher yeah. like um 14,000 uh, 1400 1300 and there's like i think one person like that said no no 750 and they're not even and everybody close. Everybody hated them. <laughs> no, no, no. And, and they're not like even close. Last auction for Mbappe is uh, 
have 420 395 yeah, 395 euros the I last Kimmich auction was 2600 euros no dollars sorry 2400 euros we had that question also for Donchish Donchish Limited that's pretty fun Donchish Limited that's to be pretty fun it probably hasn't been in an auction in forever though yeah last auction was well I they are going to win because last auction was an action pose that was February 24. Why? And that was 322 euros. Wait, why would and they? they did an auction. No, but that, uh, the NBA. No, I mean, you have to take a look at one point at what's going on with the NBA and the MLB games. That it's, 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 it's crazy, man. It's, I mean, there are so many things to look at, like price pools, uh, auction rhythm. I mean, that's that's pretty amazing to see what's going on over there. Why would you? Why would you do that? Hold on, I'm going to pull this up for everyone. I mean, so this is yeah. the last Donchich right there, three forty-one. And the price has dropped after that. I think like people realize that there's probably not going to be Donchich utility for the postseason, right? Yeah. And so, I mean. That's the party stopped there. <clears throat> That's one of the worst action poses I've ever seen, too. Yeah, I mean, this it's he looks he looks constipated. I mean, that's 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 the nicest thing I can say about this pose. Oh, or at least very angry to the person that is shooting uh, the right. photo, right? Right. But so yeah, I mean, so the 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 most uh like let's the people the the person with like the best answers will get a Nuno Mendes card, which was pretty attractive at that point in time. Yeah. A Nuno Mendes uh, rare card that was like 0.6 or 0.70s. It's now 0.170s, but that's why it's still, that's a pretty good card still to own. But I'm, mm. I, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at those answers and like people are going to be way, well, we yeah. were so delusional at that time. Thank you, everybody, sure. for joining us. <laughs> no, uh, probably the best answer will be... Uh, we it's going to be that 700 Sh one. No, no, no. But for the Shohei Otani, uh, we, we asked the same thing for the Shohei Otani limited, less limited auction. And I think Otani is pretty strong right now. Yeah, 196 as a, and 197 last auction price. Uh, and, and January... Fifth was 187. So people are going to be pretty, like the crowd will be pretty close on that one. But on like um, football and NBA, we are going to be very far from. And also, we asked how many people with uh, at least one NFT, so, uh, one sort of NFT card. And that's Ooh. pretty interesting also. Um, I don't even know how what we're up to. So we are like 245 right now, I think. Uh, At that point. Yeah. This is uh, January uh, what? January 1st. Yeah, we were at 208. And now we are 245. 245 yeah. 245. Yeah, people are way. So the consensus was around like 280 to 300. 
It's a good thing we'll be at a million by August when the Premier League comes back. No, we'll be a million because there, there are going to be um, commercials with Mbappe. I mean, that's going to happen at some point. And that's going to be your... You're not going to, to even look at the at the chart at that time. You will be like, what was that time? What was that time? You will see like yeah, we got our small, OG small variations, right? And and you will have like the Mbappe commercial uh, rise. That's going to be fun. Let's hope. Let's hope. Thank you to everybody for joining us. If you have not hit the like button after that very positive stream that ended up going right down in the tank at the end, <laughs> thanks to these predictions from January, um, please like the video. Please subscribe to the channel. Uh, I'll be back tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow for the strategy show because we uh, flipped it with limited time only. Thursday, Sora Andrews, Friday off topic. So thank you to everyone and um, good luck this week. <laughs>